0: Do you like sexy ladies in problematic situations? Do you like big muscular dudes with swords jumping around shouting and shit? Big ass robots fucking up a bunch of stuff? Animals doing things that animals probably don't actually do? Well, you need some Japanese animation. That's right. I'm talking about anime, baby. Go to Crunchyroll.com slash comedy button and sign up for a free month long trial today. Anime baby on Crunchyroll anime
1: baby hello and welcome <laughs> to the comedy button my name is anthony Gallegos. joining me is brian altano brap brap oh, hold
2: on hold on can i do this proper braap,
1: braap. Scott Bromley What's going on, internet? Ryan Scott Get ready for fun And Max Scoville Pour
3: that whole gallon of milk on the ground so all these
1: keys can lick it right up mm-hmm. Wait,
3: did you say keys or cats? Kitties? Who, oh, who gives a shit. What episode these, is this? All these jangling keys This is
1: 250
3: 250 episodes what? Bicentennial, man 200... <laughs> Bicentennial with the sex-contennial in there? Yeah What? Quintennial? Sesquicentennial? There you go. Bicentennial. Bicentennial centennial. Bisexual bicycles.
1: We're we're <laughs> a quarter of a century old. We're older than America. Yeah. What? What?
2: We're trying to do the math on this. All what right. happens when you turn 250? You're a quarter of a of a millennia, right? A quarter, yeah. Of a,
3: yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a good show we do here. It's real smart. There's lots of good <laughs> conversations, and we have lots of good talks about important stuff, such lots as of math, the, how calendars and math work. The original name for the show
1: was Math mm-hmm. Working It Out. Uh, if if it's your first episode, you should probably not listen to this. Yeah, one. this episode's going to suck. As what? your first episode? No, it's not. It's no, it's so going to be okay. Huh. Yeah, a, this is a party. Yeah, okay. It's, it's going to be okay. It's just that it's, it's probably not the best first episode. All
3: right. Yeah. Why? Because Why? we're going to be talking about how amazing it's been.
1: Maybe um, we don't have to. Well, we Maybe can a for sure. We should. No, it's okay. It's been okay. That's fine. Ed, right. Really, Ryan? You think it's only been okay? Yeah.
2: So we've done 250 no. episodes of the show. It's been uh, good. We're actually turning we're turning 5 in like a month.
3: No, we're turning 5 tomorrow or next week. Next
2: week. Very yeah. soon. Very very soon.
3: That that shows our scheduling uh, expertise. <laughs> uh next month, actually next week. No, sorry, tomorrow. No, that, it's way next week. You know, like well, yeah.
1: We're in the past from where you're
2: hearing this. Either so. way, either way. We're, we're going to we'll try to do a we're big turn in 5 soon. A big celebrational party for 5 years as big as we can throw it but for 250 we thought we'd be a little more intimate.
3: We got some uh, we got a slightly bigger vocabulary than most 5-year-olds between the five of us.
2: Yeah. Now there's, there's two options right now. We could either be like hey it's been 250 episodes let's talk about how much we've grown. Or we can just like, you know, talk about fucking the dude from Double Dragon. I got a really tall and like (laughs) old
1: old cheesesteaks. (laughs) Adobo.
2: There's a lot of different ways we could do uh,
1: both. It is weird that so many people listen to the show, even the colleagues that we have and stuff. Like I was hanging out with Danny O'Dwyer the other night. uh, Oh humble brag. And well he was recording with us. I mean he was he's hung out with all of us before, but anyways. Go check out his Patreon. He was like a he was like how are your rats? And I was like Oh, how do you know I have rats? Like if you look a like re- a
3: guy who's got rats. <laughs> yeah. I don't know.
1: That's, <laughs> really, I want to get Danny on the show. Like, uh, the it's media.
3: actually a common Irish yeah. greeting. Is he How knew, are your he rats?
1: Apparently, he listens because I he knew I had rats. I fucking love Danny. It and was either
3: says, that or that it was the, your your pockets full of cheese. Yep, that you or rats off to you. I do
1: take the rats on bike rides sometimes. Wow. <laughs> Sad why isn't version a version of ET Why isn't that a fucking <laughs> mobile game yet? Yeah, I took rats on a bike ride. So your rats are very sad. We have one rat that I call our free range rat because he just comes and goes as he pleases at this point. Oh,
2: like so our rat like he ejaculates yeah. and shits at will.
1: So, so yeah, he's doing rat. He's doing rat stuff. <laughs> yeah, he's like free but we leave, we, leave the, we leave the cage open a lot of times. I'll go anywhere. We leave the cage open a lot of times and he's the only one that bothers to climb out and run around the house and hang out and then he always goes back and goes to sleep and stuff like you that. You know what that reminds me Rats.
3: Just, like having a cage full of rats and just leaving the cage open and being like what could happen it's it's that part in aliens where burke leaves the fucking facehugger containers open and ripley and Newt are just like <laughs> oh shit the lids off those fuckers and then it's just like well where's the facehuggers it and actually reminds
2: like, me of that part in smashing pumpkins despite despite all my rage i am still I'm like you just anthony getting
1: them all out and putting them in a little you know bicycle. i never told you the reason that we the reason we anymore. got the rats originally was because uh you know, my girlfriend's very attached to her dog. Yeah. and uh, That's a great reason to get rats. That's a great substitute huh? for a oh, oh, dog. Huh. And, and she's going to be devastated when that... She's never had her own pet that's died. Okay. And so she was like, oh, really? we'll, we'll get these rats. Oh, they only live two years. Oh, so, and it's, so it's death practice. It is, oh. it is kind of death practice was a little bit of a motivating point to it. And since getting rats, we've had two die already. You know oh, what I mean? So, so. you're doing great. So she, yeah, then. she's
3: getting grated huh. Animal death. Yeah. By the time so. the dog dies, she's
1: going to be like, who
3: cares? That's great. Like, it's like whatever.
1: 12 rats. <laughs> so th- that was part of it, you know? They I really- thought
3: death practice was going to be the thing over by Brian, the, the, the fishbowl. Oh, yeah. I haven't fed them in. A month. Yeah, so for those of you listening at home to this show that we didn't record with video equipment in any sense. Yeah, I have a, uh, brought home fish as, to entertain yeah. the cat and she was like, they'll There's... die. We'll just replace them every week. They haven't died Fish yet.
2: actually will live forever inside of their own shit. Yeah. This is so they'll just eat their own yeah. shit off the grass at the bottom and then the grass will be like, get the shit off me! And the grass shits and then they eat the grass's shit and they live forever. It's
3: circle of life! It's amazing that they haven't asked you to narrate any
2: documentaries officially. <laughs> Um Yeah That's how it
3: works
2: That's how it works Uh So I feel like You're gonna be Uh Like a weird Mexican Dr. Doolittle In like a year and a half If
1: I owned my own house For sure Like uh If I owned my own house I would have like a Miniature donkey You would have an
2: ostrich A, a miniature pig. donkey A pig for
1: sure Well that's What's what
2: I'm That's what I'm saying Like a lot of your animals You got You started with a cat and a dog And you scaled down To smaller and smaller animals Yeah I feel like if you owned a place You would scale up well, You'd be if like Tiger i, owned a place. If I, if I owned my a pl-
1: elephant guy If I owned a place With he space He lives in the backyard The thing is, is, that I yeah. lo- is My that sick I, elephant What's is, your number one What's The thing your is I one? love animals enough I would never force them Into a space that was shitty for them Okay You, know you know
3: have I mean? all the space in the world What's number one
1: <sighs> Uh
3: Cause you name some two fucking crazy animals with a miniature donkey yeah. and a giraffe. Also, like whatever you name. I said like your second. I
2: like your philosophy of like I won't put an animal in a smaller space than it's used to. But like think think of like Curious George, like that dude got taken from a jungle which is expansive as fuck. I guess and I want... putting that dude's a man, a single man's house who's on Tinder trying to fuck,
3: and he succeeded though because that monkey never would have gone to the moon on ether if he lived in that jungle. I guess but I wouldn't see, mind like uh, three or four bears. So the thing is, that's the thing. Wait, it's what? Like, Three three or four bears? You would want bears. Why would you get four bears? Because I feel like bears
1: bears need to live around other bears. You trying to to do that book?
3: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but bears also need to live in a forest.
1: Yeah, Are you yeah that's what I'm saying. About, a forest? Oh, you, said, uh, you said space wasn't a concern. Space
3: is not a concern, but I mean, where your space is might be. I also like the idea of you You're, you're not your... You're not inheriting
2: the earth. <laughs> I like the idea of you calling your boss in, like November, in November I mean like, hey, uh, so I'm not going to be in work until like January <laughs> bear's 10th. sick. Me and my three bears, we're going to hide a bunch of food in our assholes and just go <laughs> slumber in this fucked up cave for four months. We're sleeping for four months straight. And we're going to wake up in the middle of the night and be like, bah... Eat our own shit and and bunch of food and stuff like that. And then Pretty
1: shit. much exactly how hibernation works. Yeah,
2: and shit food and just eat shit out of our food mouths and food shit back into our shit food. Yeah, exactly. And I I'm feel asleep.
3: like I'm watching uh-huh. Grizzly Man right now. Yeah. I'm going to sleep
2: with them until January 15th. Then I'll be back and I'm, I'm going to totally work on it. Hey, uh, yeah, I'm, a, I'm taking a, sub, a <laughs> <laughs> uh We're going to do
3: some hibernation. Uh, I'm going to be gone for a whole quarter and... Um, yeah paleo diets for pussies i'm doing this yep good night y'all <laughs> it's where you just eat a bunch of logs and stuff and you go and maybe
2: kill a camper and then just you know <laughs> but you i are. feel like you're right in the you're in the bracket where you could buy you buy like bracket uh, no like let's be honest we're you, we're all in the money bracket where we could reasonably buy a bear white trash people animals <laughs> What does that mean? It like, just a, means like, like, a, like a dog, we tie up to a brick. Yeah, like iguanas <laughs> and like a snake. That's not white trash people animals. Th- that's totally white trash. Animals. No, that's fucking knife collector pothead animals. Yes, yeah, you so got it all White trash skin. people animals. <laughs> so, but where none of us are in the tax bracket, we can be like, I want a tiger. Like that would that would actually significantly set any of us back if we were like, I want a tiger. If you wanted a bear, I bet we could all make that happen for under. $700. Do you think all the people
3: who have tigers in apartments? No one has they a tiger live in an apartment. There was a dude, There's I, a lot of people who have yeah, tigers and when in an apartment. When
2: I lived in New York City, there was a guy that got arrested because he had like seven like fucking like, Donkey Kong Country animals in his apartment.
3: <laughs> because like <laughs> They were the all thing is, crates.
2: You were, you were talking before about being like, you don't want to put an animal in an enclosed environment, but if animals can talk, and assuming this dude thought he was Dr. Doolittle, he probably looked at these animals right in the eyes and he was like, look, I know this apartment's really small, so it's a studio. But you know what's smaller than this? There's <laughs> a lion's mouth. And they're like... <laughs> Oh shit, this dude's right. And they're like, there's like an ostrich and a, yeah. a, a panther in his back Yeah,
3: he had them all over the place. And I'm wondering if this
2: guy was just yeah. like.
3: <laughs> was he just in a rent-controlled apartment and he was stockpiling cash? Yep. Or was he spending so much money on animals that he was stuck in this shitty apartment? Yeah, well, that's actually,
2: I'd never thought about it like that. Like, if he had sold, if he had not bought those animals or at least sold them at retail to, I don't know, what, Tuskers or whatever people that <laughs> steal parts. The Elephant Bar. Or, like, just pet owners, zoos, anything, nonprofits, he probably could have made enough money to move into, like, a two-bedroom apartment and have, right. like, four cats. And, and have just, it not smell like yeah, zoo be, shit all day. Yeah, just be textbook crazy with, like, seven cats and, like, whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, but that, was his,
3: like, bucket list. That was, like, his goal that he really just, he's like, I want to be in the newspaper for having a bunch of Donkey Kong Country animals. You're I like,
2: love that, though, because it's, like, like it's hoarding, but it's, like,
3: it's, like, style hoarding.
2: Gotta catch them all. Yeah. Zoo New York animal. apartment. <laughs> it's, it's, like, I don't know. Like, if you're ever driving around at night and, they, like, you see a cop and, like, you shut off your high beams for four seconds and you're, like, fuck you, pig. And you flick them back on, like you're just you testing shit a little bit. Like I feel like people do that with hoarding and with uh, buying illegal shit. Like if yep. it's not drugs and it's animals, then that guy probably got like. He started small. He got something that was like—I
1: mean, I've had friends that have done it. Right? They drive—they yeah. drive across the state line and they bring back a like an otter, an automatic weapon, or oh. or, or, uh. or, or 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 something like a butterfly knife. Yeah, that's even illegal in California. But I mean, in terms of animals, like
2: what's an illegal animal? Ferret in California? is legal in California. Okay, Ferrets, so you, yeah. so you start with a ferret, right? But yep. then you're like, this ferret needs a wife. You go and go. You buy one of those, and you buy like a bunch of tunnels that go directly into your asshole or whatever. You do as a <laughs> ferret owner. Like, you buy a bunch just, of those uh, things that smell yeah. more strongly than ferrets, which I like, haven't discovered again,
3: yet. Brian Altano, correct nature
2: documentary I'm like, describer. I'm, over I'm here. sorry, like I'm gonna be blunt, but like when you're a kid and you see a guy with a ferret, you're like, "Wow, what an interesting dude!" And then when you get old, you're like, "What the fuck is up with this?" Oh, guy? I bet that guy knows how to. I jungle. wanted a ferret
1: so bad when I was yeah. a kid because of the movie Beastmaster. Yeah. Because he had Well, I don't
2: know. Like, if you ever meet a dog, yeah, but you're that never guy like, also, I want a pet better than a dog. It's a ferret. I knew this girl, uh,
3: in, like, in college who had two ferrets, and they were named, like, Tinkerbell and Little Bear. And I was like, <laughs> neither one of those things are even remotely like ferrets. Yep. Which I thought was stupid. But she'd do this thing where she'd be like, Tinkerbell, do your Duke Duke. Dear duke duke and i'm like is this thing gonna shit and she'd just like roll it around in a ball like it's play-doh or something and i was like you're gonna ruin that thing's spine and she'd just roll it around and then it would just do this weird fucking like spider monkey hop up and down it would be like root, root, root. and i was like oh shit that's a duke duke look at that
2: Yep, <laughs> it's great
1: Animals, yeah. man. They're our best yeah. friends. Yeah.
2: Animals uh, and our worst enemies. I feel bad for ferrets. They're like, it's, it's like a rat cross with a wiener dog. They're called like weasels. A, it's a fart snake. Yeah. I, I feel like if
1: they could talk, they'd be like, kill
3: me. <laughs> it's like if I shit a Pomeranian. Like, that's kind of...
1: Yeah. What, they, they look like like if you would see them... 10,000 like, years ago, Max's dog's ancestors were wolves hunting fucking proudly in the forest. No, nah, that's not true. No. Nah. Now they're Pomeranians.
2: Nah.
3: Really? You think he's probably part fox? He's that real he's real
2: stupid.
1: He's a real dumb <laughs> little dog.
2: Because my parents have a bulldog, and, like, if yes. you look at bulldogs from,
1: like, 60 years ago, they are a completely different animal. Right, but it's only been 10,000 years removed since they were domesticated as yeah. wolves, yeah. and then they got turned into a bulldog. <laughs> Which I was, like, reading about the other day. How did did they?
2: How
3: did they make that happen? That's I was. I was just talking about that. Well, they fed one of the one of the the wolves a bunch of frogs, and it started turning into a battle uh, toad. And like,
2: uh, imagine being like, guys, check it out. I know this motherfucker kills us and our wives every time we go outside to hunt. But guess what? What if he was our friend and he lived inside our bedroom? Yeah, that was like. The end, like, end of the first season of Power Rangers. Yeah, you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, the first guy who was like, hey, this wolf is real cool. I'm going to make it mine, and then we're going to
1: use it to talk to other wolves. Or whatever the fuck they did. Like, I don't know if it's true. I think the idea too. is that the wolves used to fall around human encampments and eat their leftovers. And then eventually people started throwing shit to them. Yeah, like babies. And then eventually the wolf it was like i guess i'll come get it out of your hand and then eventually they killed off the ones that were shitty and only fed Wait, the cute ones but you're skipping the whole part where the wolves were just like i'm going to eat that dude right now cuz he's a, a man full of meat yeah those ones got killed anyone's a yep. bad temper that's why all
3: the men with meat inside of them they they all died and then they had more meat for everybody including the wolves and everyone was happily ever after and but that's why i got a pomeranian dog
2: we're describing the scenario like we won but if you go in the woods and five wolves show up they're like i don't give a shit about your pomeranian dog yeah pussy and they yeah. just eat you
1: like yeah. we have not domesticated give it give it a hundred no, years no, give I mean, it 100- yeah. so let max's pomeranian out in like five generations there'd be fucking pomeranians hunting people too. No, think
3: of it as like frat yeah, logic i played you know? like,
1: that tokyo jungle game <laughs> <laughs>
3: like it's frat logic where if like two guys who were in like yeah. the same they were in the same fraternity at the same time period if they see each other they're like oh were you an alpha deck of fucker whatever yeah. and they're like oh secret handshake ho 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 but if like an old guy who was in that fraternity sees a guy who's in the younger one or something, then, like, they might not get along, you know? If a Pomeranian
2: was in the woods and a bunch of wolves were in the they woods—
3: They would eat it. They'd eat it. Well, the owl would eat it first. That's true, too. Well,
2: probably— An owl would eat a Pomeranian dog faster than I could for say. For necessity. Yeah. But do- wolves
3: kill for— Necessity is, of course, the witch who is
2: the, the owl's wolves familiar. Wolves kill and eat it, too. Wolves for kill for fun.
1: They kill for sport. They're one of the only animals that are just like, hey, you know what's cool? Killing. <laughs> as, far as, as far as I know, actually, the only animal that that kills for sport is like house cats and and monkeys. Yeah, and dolphins. Yes. Will kill for sport. Yeah, and, and probably killings. cassowaries. Yeah. I, can just, I, I, can just, think I
3: think we're just naming all animals now. I think if yeah. we really break it down. Ed, all all it's the animals really, kill it's for a, It's any
2: animal that looks in the mirror and goes, yo, I know that motherfucker right there. All the other animals look at the mirror and they're like. Who the fuck is that? They're the ones that are like they'll never kill for sport because they don't they don't get it. But anybody that understands it's on the other side of the mirror, they go out there and they're like, I gotta hunt. Yep. <laughs> Even if it's me.
3: Alright, and then now your rap album starts, I guess. <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right, Murder so, a uh, replicant.
3: <laughs> what are we uh, what are we talking about this episode besides all the
1: animals that died and stuff? Um Well Do we wanna be special? Yeah, let's be special. All okay. Right. It's my last episode. As an official cast member of this podcast. it seems like a hoax. I know. We're killing you off for the... I'm being killed off. To help revive the series, they're gonna replace me with a hot girl in a skin bodysuit, <laughs> yeah.
3: like Star Trek. I thought at least we don't we don't know anyone. No, nope. no, we're just gonna we're just gonna have a baby and I age it up real quick. I don't get
1: that reference. Is that a that Star was Trek? that was actually what happened with Star Trek Voyager? Was like the show was starting to tank, and then they got a girl in a bodysuit and brought her in. Well, we so got to so think about the nine. average person yes. that tuned oh,
2: into no. that show at like 9 p.m. on Tuesdays on UPN or whatever the fuck. Right. Like, so
1: it was oh. like that was but like seven
3: their, and nine
2: was on the show the whole time.
1: Nope. She was like brought in like in the third season as like a, oh my god how are we going to rescue ratings move wow well so, it worked so, so yes it did
3: i know who that character is
1: um they had seven seasons so what are you hmm. so you're leaving us i'm leaving you you're leaving the comedy button i'm leaving the comedy button officially after five years seven years almost mm. well if we can't all the game side briefing and things and all that yeah yeah i yeah. wish i do I know, our, obviously, we've, our we've, our we've talked
3: says. about this. This isn't like you're not springing this on us otherwise. I'm we'd, not be springing like, we'd be it like, what the everyone. fuck
1: and we'd stop recording because.: No, that's no, how no, it was, it was a decision I came yeah. to on my own, mm-hmm. and it was like uh, no pressure from anyone else, or no like, no like malice from anyone or anything like that. It was just like a, it felt like it was the right time for me to do this. And it just makes me think of Scott's wedding, because uh, we were at Scott's rehearsal dinner for his wedding, and his yeah. dad was doing the rounds talking to everyone. And his dad came over and shot the shit with me for a bit, and then he said, "He said, uh, you have to remember this right now, because he's like, because this won't go on forever.' And he said, he said, one of you guys will move, one of you guys will have a kid, something's gonna happen.'
2: You already moved, and then then you bought rats. I thought that was it,
1: <laughs> and and I just, I just have thought about that. Every time when I've thought about it, I thought about what your dad said. Really? Um, this is my dad's fault then. <laughs> Fucking shit! So <laughs> I should have never got married. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it just felt like it was the right time for me to do it, and so obviously we've already talked, and I'm never—it's not like I'm going to be a stranger, and never come around or anything like yeah,
2: that. Yeah, I please—I mean, the door's open forever. But yeah. wait, can we get into the context a little bit? Like, what's, well, to, uh, what's to pull
1: what's, the curtain back? We did manage to talk you out of this a couple times that's true
2: we
3: yeah. we <clears throat> pre this show we've managed to talk you out of it that's true on well. games right debriefings we, true. we talked well. you
2: out of it yeah i remember being uh when your your mom was pushing you out and i was like he doesn't want to do this does he and then i grabbed you by the curly hair and i yanked you into the world <laughs> that's Um, the noise (laughs) like
1: uh I was my mom's third child so probably
2: like when you add whipped cream to coffee at starbucks it just
1: um but yeah no it's 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 uh I felt like the time was right and I've been really pressed for time I think development game development has been a lot more challenging for me than my old careers were so one of those Um,
2: things we told you that you should totally go do we pushed you for that because we wanted you to follow your dreams it's now backfiring
1: it's not backfiring. It's just that it's, it's, it, is a, it is a motherfucker to make video games. and 6.5. And, and I've been also, yeah, yeah, I know. Like, you know, it's a motherfucker to make video games, and the one Metacritic score I have up there is, like, 57 or something like that. Yeah. And it's, like, a, and, you know, it's that and just my own personal stuff, too. Like, I've talked about it a little bit, that I have, like, OCD and stuff, and, like, and I go into remission, but, like, every decade or so it gets real bad. And so it was really bad when I was 23 and it's been really bad. The last year it was really bad when I was 13.
2: So is it kind of like how they say allergies get like
1: recycled every eight years? I guess maybe it's, it's, there's no real rhyme or reason to it. So it's you're just, allergic to us. No, it started when I moved back. Jesus, Anthony uses excuse every 10 years. So, <laughs> but it has been an interesting few years
2: because what was it? Two, two and a half, three years ago. <clears throat> how long ago when, when, you moved to Seattle?
1: 2013 2013 is i was gone, gone. yeah so three, three years
3: ago you were gone for almost, almost exactly two years. Yeah. Well, i thought it was was it two years yeah
1: almost two years and it's 2016
2: now so you were gone for almost two years we had you skype into the show when you could yeah uh we,
3: because we do because we were he was like well i'm gonna leave i might leave the show and i was like
2: no yeah we need you um and i remember like going up to visit you and being like this guy I'm worried about him because I feel like he's off the grid. We lost him. He's gone. And you picked us up. And this is like one of my favorite memories of you is that you picked us up at the airport, Max and I, and we got in your car and Max had been carrying this fucking chain chomp of a bullshit thing from... Destructoid, it was the it was. Mr. Destructoid head. It was a giant Mr. Destructoid, Sh- Mr. Destructoid yeah, head yeah. in a shipping crate, which was the It looks size- like a drum. It looked it was, like a drum oh, kit. Yeah. It, it was, was
3: actually, that's what it was. It was, yeah. it was, a, it was a bass
2: drum case yeah. okay. that had and a we,
3: robot head in it. So throw we, that in the ocean. We tried to
2: fit it in your trunk of your old car that had Rebel FM stickers on the side. But it had a ton of shit in the trunk. OneUp.com stickers on the side of it. That's how far this lineage goes back. We've been doing this for so long. And, yeah, your trunk was packed because you were like, what's the worst that can happen? These guys have bags for the weekend? And yeah, you're I like, I head. don't have – no, at least none of them have a four-foot-tall robotic helmet. Uh, you had and a, boat, a bass pro shop in the back of your car. Yeah, I did, yeah. Exactly. I had a boat and all kinds of stuff. And you picked us up, and we drove through town, and we dropped off a bunch of shit. And then you drove us to a dock in the middle of nowhere uh, off the side of Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> and we got out on the 13th, part yeah. 12. And we got out on this weird foggy half lit day with sunglasses on. And Max and I were complete literal fish out of water. And you kicked into this like huge fins fucking Bear Grylls Nature Man Gills. shit where you're like, here's my tackle box and here's my fishing rods and here's my seat. Take turns sitting, take turns fishing, catch what you can catch, and I'll help you out. And we all took turns, like, casting the rod into the weird sad lake that looked like that part in Resident Evil 4 where he fights that sea monster. And we uh, did and didn't pull in a bunch of weird, sad-looking, half half-foot-tall you dead fish. caught one fish. Yeah. And you ran off to the side to catch us worms and bring, out, bring them all back. Mm-hmm. And I went from being like, Anthony's off the grid and I'm worried about him, to Anthony's off the grid and... I think this is exactly where he's happiest.
1: Yeah. Well, summer in Seattle is like the best time ever. So that brief time when I was unemployed was like incredible. Cause I was just like spending every day in the sun and yeah. swimming in, my swim shorts so often that i, I ended you are gonna up, say your own filth but well <laughs> close enough i ended up getting a bladder infection because yeah. of swimming in my that dirty water so much yes i did dude, i totally sick, got a uti sick, dude so what was that a new graphics card <laughs> i got a uti and thought i had caught herpes that's how bad it was really yeah yeah because i because i i did i talked about the show you yeah. know i take an std test and it had come back positive for herpes yeah and so i was like freaking out What about his piece? But it turns out that that's like uh, the most easy to uh, (laughs) like most doctors don't even give when you go in for a full STD screen they usually don't even check you for herpes because they're like like first off like 40% of everyone has it and so they're like fuck it. So and, and it's a test that like at the hiv test actually it gets false positives a lot yeah so i had to do a confirmation test of this like second more precise test that they can only do at university of washington which was very convenient for me so you come um, in like four alarm
2: fire to a doctor's office and they're just like that get in the back no one cares yeah
1: yeah it was yeah, yeah. and they were like and it's and, and they were like yeah just take some antibiotics and they, they were like yeah it's not herpes so you're just freaking out over nothing <laughs> but it was like this moment where i was like oh i need to like contact people that i've been with in the past you and, called all your exes right yeah so it was like so that's fun yeah they love wait,
2: that did you call, call them that phone
1: call. wait you called them ahead of time it, it, when was i d- got the first test result oh, okay so and i never did do the call back once i got the negative one
2: are you fucking serious <laughs> oh you are an
1: asshole hey the worst case scenario they went and got themselves checked out good for them what so
2: you put the fear inside their vajajas yeah. and then you never actually confirmed that it was okay I
3: mean, see, what if that was what if that was the next form of chain letter, where someone like you, it's like you you gotta you gotta email everybody you ever slept with and be like, hey, I found out that I have a sexually transmitted disease. It you is very pass dy- it on. It's very dystopian sci-fi, but like, it would just be to encourage people to like yeah. you know go get tested or whatever. Yep.
1: Did anyone come back and be like, yeah, no, I have it. No, nah, no one ever talked to me after that, so it's fine. Um, <laughs> well that's one way to torch the bridge i don't think anyone in this room
2: or in in the earshot of this show which is tens of thousands of people will rectify the idea of you just walking away without wondering like what's what's next like what do you what do you keep doing what do you do for like human communication and
1: therapy and friendship i mean i have a therapist so that's very useful Mm uh there's a bunch of rats I've I mean I'm still Yes but they've disguised themselves as Sigmund Freud (laughs) I'm still gonna do Rebel FM and it wasn't like I picked to do that over this show or something like that because the thing about Rebel FM is is that like uh, A it's video games which is like far too easy to talk about but B also not that our show's like hard but B also if Rebel FM like we didn't we're not gonna record this week and we may not record next week Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter. Mm. So that's, you know what I mean? It's like when there's scheduling conflicts, we never even fret it. Right. So it's like that's such a low commitment level that I'm, like, fine with it. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to find more time for me to do things. Like, I have actually wanted to fuck around and make a door exploder game and stuff like that. But it's it's really hard to find the time. Like, I can't, if I was, like, I can't be like Scott where I, like, like, I can't thrive in a way where I work every day till 10 or something like that. Like, that's just not me. Yeah, like, I wish it was. Like a, a rustic fisherman who goes I wish it was, and but catches some crappies. But I, I can't. <laughs> so I'm just trying to find a little bit more time for myself in this world. Because I see you,
2: li- like, really thriving as this, like, kind of laid-back, low-key kind of farm animal dad building, <laughs> building your own world you know like taking your time to do your own thing you're not really beholden to too much after the 9 to 5 and you go home at night and you're just like hey you know what's cool algae
1: I mean to some extent that was like that was like a good part of being in Seattle and not having too too many friends there was that every day I did get used to the idea that I was like well it's, it's awful work I think I'm just going to walk to downtown and go find a restaurant and then after that I don't know we'll I agree, just see right, where, the, Ryan? where the adventure goes Uh (laughs) (laughs) uh-huh but i've you know i don't know i mean it's it's tough because uh i was very fortunate to be like you guys for such a long time brian and max where like podcasting was just a part of my day job and stuff and video games were too and now it's like i don't neither of those things are true anymore so now it's like when i get like three hours to sit down and like play something that's like hot and new on playstation like that's like mm. such a fucking luxury mm-hmm. like uh, I, it's weird to feel that cramp that i i've never known in my adult life because i've been living in a toy world that's with video r- that's games
3: really that's and so, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, so, it makes
2: sense. You're, and so ever you're since— You're leaving the show to spend more time with your animals and the hottest new PlayStation
1: games. That's actually not too far off the—I mean, literally, as I've gotten older, it is so hard to find time if to play you games. put it like that, oh, it's who? like
2: we're trying to do a goodbye episode. Uh, and it's like, oh, fuck, he gets to play the hottest new PlayStation. See, I,
3: I kind of hope that Petco struggles enough that they start being, like, also a
0: GameStop, and they're like, yeah, come on down to Petco and get some chinchillas, <laughs> and also Gears of War 4, Retaliation, or you
2: know, like, what? fucking love the idea of GameStop being so like oh we gotta do everything we can to survive to start mashing themselves with other local town places like that that are just doing weller than they are that's such a fucking good idea (laughs) fuck of getting a PS4 and like a dog at the same time (laughs) you know who loves a good PS4 it's Scrapples the dog oh look at he he's a Westminster pooch (laughs) and he's
3: pettable as fuck I'm just jealous that pre-order now. I'm not jealous. I'm sad. Exclusive dog skin DLC. <laughs> that pre-order this spring's hottest baby chicks. <laughs> that the show will no longer have. And having edited every show, I notice little nuances here and there because listen to every. I listen to it when we we're here live, and then I listen to it a couple of times back when we when we edit. But Anthony does this thing that I will miss dearly on this show. Is we'll be talking, we'll be talking, we'll be talking, and then Anthony will go like, "All right, you know, turkey penises are weird. Yeah, <laughs> and they'll just like shoot off on this weird yep. nature video that he saw the other day. Well, like, sometimes I try and throw things you, out
1: there. You know, aliens. You know, aliens are out there. <laughs> A, I have like some weird yep. ADD shit. But B, because sometimes I'm like. Like, I feel like it happened earlier. I brought something up and you guys took it in a complete different direction and talked about something for five minutes, like the Zoo York man, right? (laughs) That was like an unintentional side effect of that. And I feel like that's, that's something that is unique among you guys because you guys can play with shit on the fly enough that that can happen.
2: But we're going to need you to leave like a thousand flashcards behind us. Yeah. Like, 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 I, I just need you,
3: I just need you, uh, before we, before we wrap tonight, just say, hundred different phrases yeah that don't necessarily all make sense and i can just drop them in at random i love that it's just these it's (laughs) i'm gonna miss every it's like every three or four episodes there is a severe hard jerk of the wheel from you which turns into this conversation that at the moment isn't isn't appreciated in the room but it turns into like it launches into something spectacular
2: Yeah, because so so it's it's so funny. We're like, and that's why you don't have sex on the roof. And you're like, (laughs) my mom and I are making granola, but we need a brand name. And we're (laughs) like, oh my god, here we are. (laughs) How did we get here? We had no we no one. Like, I was just driving through town, and all of a sudden you look up, and there's a sign that says, like, Transylvania. And you're like, what the fuck? I got to go there.
1: Well, we'll be at Wally World in an hour. Maybe it's, like, the highest form of uh, compliment to you guys that then I'm not, like, a... Uh I I get on low filter mode, right? Where I'm not like, oh, I have to make sure everything I say is very intelligent. It's the same way I get with my emails, right? Like, if I'm writing a work email, I'm like, no, don't worry. Let me spell check myself. Let me do this. Let me make sure nothing's capped when it shouldn't be. What? you You do that for them? and uh how dare you and i'm like i'll make sure nothing i say here is like unprofessional you know or something like that for
2: us we're like <laughs> i'll be there wrapped up. you're like garlic <laughs> bread don't buy itself <laughs> like we're like hey uh so we yeah. have a new we have a new sponsor for the show and this is how we should treat the ad reads and on tuesday night we should read this this and this and this is and, and this and we can bank this is this and blah, blah 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 and also i'm going away here you're going away there and uh we'll do this episode this night and this episode this night but this night i have a really important thing to talk about rat and here it is it's really influential and it's going to change our lives so uh are you guys ready to go and you respond back and you're like good time buddies one of my hombres- rats ate the other rat and the uh, hospital and that's why you don't put butterflies in the house downstairs and we're like that. oh my god i love this guy it's not
3: even that it's just good time buddies
2: yeah yeah or are you are you like yeah,
0: yeah, are yeah. yeah, yeah,
2: yeah Yeah. Or it's like, yup, with like 50 U's and four Y's. Ps. And like 20 P's, like, yup, 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 And I'm like, are, are we natives? Like, what have what we read? <laughs> yeah. Well. So we're going to miss all that. And so what we're losing is you with any regularity. Yeah. In terms of like, you can guarantee an Anthony Gallagos appearance, which to be honest, I don't think you could fully have done in the last two or three years because you've been traveling, uh, you've been moving around a lot. You some switching jobs, uh things pop up. But yeah. uh what we can promise is that the door is open forever and that when it comes time for you to come back and regale us with stories of your pleasance and insane <laughs> animal buying purchases and nonsense and bicycle rides, uh we're here. Yeah. And, we, and we got yeah. you.
3: Yeah, I just hope like five weeks from now we're like, "What's up? What's up? What's been up with you, Anthony?" Like, I'm still peeing in the backyard. Fucking gill monster Man, like, got out, I and I we gotta in, go catch it. I my peed in nets. the backyard
1: last night. I I gotta <sighs> Jesus. I do it, I, but I do it partially to keep animals away too. And we've had a really bad possible <laughs> by marking your territory. Well, so yeah, I got dude. I got this idea because I bought I have a bottle of anti-animal warding spray, and I started spraying, and I was like, it just smells like cactus. which <laughs> witch's brew and so i mean you know you sent other animals run at the scent of other animals so i figured yeah why not fucking mark my own yard right they need to know whose turf it is so is it working well no because the raccoons and stuff are back there every night but
3: you gotta get that stuff that's just it's just powdered mace basically it's just like pure kipsaken and like black pepper. And, just, uh, yeah. and you just you sprinkle it, and they're like, "Whoa, what's that?" It smells like a sweet barbecue, and they go up and they're
0: like, "Oh, fucking shit!" Now you <laughs> know, I,
1: fuck I, my nose. Just I, I just I just appreciate having time nowadays. Like time is more important to me than anything. Like every night, I every night, like even tonight when I get home late, one thing I'll do is I'll let the dog go do out pee. I'll walk out back. I'll probably pee myself. You let the dog out, and then I'll and then I'll check on my tomatoes and other plants I'm growing to see how they're doing. Wait, you okay.
2: piss in the same?
1: Uh, you know? No, no, I grow Wait, my plants. A nice in
2: I,
3: you're one of those creepy night gardeners. Uh, yeah, with I water. Lamp on? I
1: water at night with my phone flashlight, just to make sure, you know, because I'm growing cucumbers and all kinds of things. So you
2: water with your dick?
1: No, no I don't kill I, it. The plants are in, the plants I eat are in a totally different part of the yard than than uh, pee, pee central. You know that seeps uh-huh. into the ground and just goes everywhere, right? Yeah. Well, well, just like everything in history. So just, does my dog pisses all the time in the backyard too, so you know whatever. Yeah, it probably goes again. Like, nice tomatoes and then just. Yeah, well, that's why you wash them. Season them. them if you haven't noticed everything is horrible so if you want to retain your last sliver of sanity and don't want to like use medication you should probably get some earbuds to block it all out you could also use medication yeah do that and hey maybe you already have some but life is impermanent and people kill themselves every 40 seconds So go to tweakedaudio.com and grab a backup pair of durable, tangle-free, and noise-canceling earbuds in one of seven styles and seven colors so you can drown out the sounds of dystopian hellscape that is everyday life with Star Wars audiobooks. Again, that's tweakedaudio.com. And use the offer code COMEDY at checkout for 33% off your purchase and free worldwide shipping so you at least have something to look forward to.
3: Jesus Christ. I want new earbuds (laughs) just so I didn't have to hear you saying that. (laughs) fuck anthony yeah i'm not sure that's the best oh sales pitch it's was, was hysterical <laughs> it's like the movie crazy people
1: yeah we don't actually have to use that that's fucking great do you
3: remember
0: that movie
2: no dude i did a conference call with you anthony and ryan we've we've talked about this conference call for like five seven years now but i've always focused on ryan's voice i don't really know if i told you the version of the story where i heard yours and I think yours, Ryan's was like, oh, God, there are nerds everywhere. <laughs> he was like, ha, and I was like, okay, I, I guess I got to move and do this job. But when I heard yours, I was like, oh, shit, California sounds cool as fuck. Like, you got a rough, abrasive, bald shit fuck of a dirt, a jersey dude, almost a dirty jersey, but yeah, it applies, uh, to move to California. Because I heard your voice, and you, like you and I were on a conference call, and you were like, Hey, man, I mean, mean, another thing you do instead of the top ten shooters is maybe the top five. But they're all about shooters where you have to kill zombies. I was like, oh, fuck. This man made me think. And he also reduced my workload by half. (laughs) That's a good dude right there. California's going to be fucking awesome. And I don't know anything about the state outside of four rap videos and three sublime songs and some other bullshit I've seen in pop culture. And... I have heard your voice in my ears for literally seven years now.
1: Yeah, that's a weird thing to think about. How many people out there have heard my voice? You got a very pop punk
2: voice.
3: Yeah, Uh, like you sound sound like a a musician from a pop punk
1: band. Yeah, well, uh, that was my goal when I was in high school. Like Headbangers Ball, like one of the
2: more low key interview episodes for like. Hey man, like we're just here to fuck shit up. I feel
1: like I, honestly oh part of the reason IGN brought in a voice uh coach at, at one point was because oh of God, me I and remember Arthur. That day. It was really? because of me and Arthur, yeah. We were delivering scripts and Arthur's Arthur and I would just kind of at first be like, Hey, what's up everyone? You know, Tang talked about video games. <laughs> I love you, Arthur. <laughs> we'll get him on here one of these days. I mean he's aware, like both of us struggled with reading scripts at the beginning, you know. Yeah. Because you know?
2: I mean, like when we when we started working in the video game industry it was half as old as it is now. Yeah, and uh, on, like on a fundamental like website level, and you uh you didn't have to read vo or like do video stuff. I mean, I I got in a little later, but like uh you you like you kind of taught me like don't worry about it, which is like your best and worst.
1: Quote, yeah, Arthur's always. quote We lived together for so long. You'd always say the Anthony quote is, It'll be fine, yeah, it'll be fine, it'll be fine.
2: That's the one, yeah, it'll be fine, it'll be fine, which is both, uh, like completely right, but also, like, now I'm actually twice as afraid that this is all gonna fall apart. But you've been like really, uh, a, a fundamental glue to the way this show has worked for a very long time, in terms of the first voice you hear and the last voice you hear. And Max and I have stepped up and yeah, take
1: you guys have exactly
2: many many episodes when we need to.
1: I'm not afraid of that whatsoever. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. But like, I'll I, host. You'll never host. <clears throat>
1: oh, you know what? Ryan has hosted before.
3: <laughs> yeah, I know. We deleted the episode. Hello, everybody.
1: It's me.
0: That a great, great job. Wow.
3: Good start. <laughs> what? Line? <laughs> <laughs> that was completely then right. Yeah. Then you take yeah. a, a short nap <laughs> yep.
1: and come back for some complaints about firmware updates. Wow. No, nah, but I'm immensely proud Sounds of... Like er- a great episode. I'm immensely proud of everything we've done. You know, like, nowadays, you know, people like Danny and stuff are doing stuff on Patreon and stuff like that. Yep. But I felt like we were really early in on that when it wasn't like... We were the first. You know, I feel like
2: we're one of the first five... Kickstarters to actually deliver on all their Promises.
1: Yeah, Except well, for, we, we were Definitely um, one of the first amongst, yeah. first amongst All of our colleagues and stuff That did any of that sort of thing You know, and sure. looked to those things, mm-hmm. and so like, I'm pretty happy with the stuff that I feel like, like yeah, if, if some like 20 years from now, if someone wrote a Wikipedia page about us, you know, and like we were some like weird punk band that people remembered or something, you know, it would have like known members, members of the years and stuff. And then it would also be like, they were known for doing this and they, they did Patreon and some yeah, people link like, them.
3: To
2: I, the, I remember the, the, the podcast room that we all first recorded in together, aside from Max, who was probably at IGN. doing, yeah. who was doing podcasts in a different room. Um, at IGN, yeah. It was like a very small room. Somebody, I think it was, I feel like it was like... It's on the second floor. Yeah, so it was, was like, that
1: brick room? Yeah, the brick room. Yeah. No, but before No, that. before
3: the brick room. Remember yeah. the on the second floor over by Cloud Crowd. Yeah. Uh, that dark room? There was yeah. the, dark it room? had one brick wall that I taped a Yogi Bear poster on that we got at the corner store. And then half of an American <laughs> Apparel ad that I also got at the yeah. corner yeah. store.
1: Well, yeah. even in Brisbane, though, we used to record in even yeah. a much We're smaller room. Brisbane,
2: oh, I yeah, think, that's right. So when we had our first episode with Scott, right? Yes.
1: Yeah, and that the first episode. The episode of Scott was the one where I was like, I need to tell Will that I don't know if we can put this up. Yep. yep. Yeah, it was the cock dollar episode. Because Scott kept on swearing a lot. Because like, you told me I could. Yeah, because I thought we'd get like one fuck, not like Goodfellas, like well, out was, of it.
3: Hey, man, I was stuck on NBC. We couldn't say shit on that show.
2: Yep. So. And we were like, we were within earshot of people like, You know, Damon Hatfield and uh, Greg Miller and Colin Moriarty, people who just went on to do a bunch of other really cool shit. And we were sitting in the corner doing a video game podcast, and all of a sudden one day we were just started cursing on it and started not talking about video games at all. Mm -hmm. Because that shit's boring. Well, Well, yeah. (laughs) Well,
3: I mean, mean, that's what I was. I I mean, we talked about it all day at work. Yeah. It was our one opportunity to not talk
2: about it. Well, there's also like, I feel like nowadays there's more than ever a Bajillion video game podcasts. I mean, Max and I are on a few. Yes, and uh, I mean, there literally is every person here. Anthony except for Scott is on one. But yeah. I think what we have here is a very special recipe, and
1: I'm I'm happy we made it. And uh, I do really, really, really want to keep the door open forever to, for you to come back and it just is, just keep going. It, it is a really cool show, and I hope you guys keep doing it. Because Rebel FM people ask me, I'm like, oh, it's just another video game show. Like you've literally heard the show right. a thousand times before. What is people playing? Blah blah. Her, Whereas the comedy button over. people people ask me all the time like I've had coworkers ask me and they're like, what is that other show you do? Like, yeah. and I'm like, Sigh. I was telling them like, it's really about nothing. We just go on there and talk about things going on. And that sounds really dumb when you tell people that. Cause they're like, well, that sounds fucking terrible. Right. That doesn't sound interesting at all, but it's just like, I don't know. It's just a gathering of friends. Right. Well, so it's
2: a, it's a show about growing up with the help of your friends because that's the best way to grow up. And I feel like, Even if you walk away on a permanent status at this point, I want – and we all want you to come back forever so you can keep growing up with us because that's the only way that this show works is that you and the rest of us let us know and let each other know every few months or (coughs) a few years or every few days, whatever the fuck it is, that uh, we're still getting through all this together and we're figuring it all out. And you're walking away because you want some more personal time, and I think it's immensely important yeah like that's probably one of the things we preach f- from the start of the show is like don't spend money on this thing by get a vacation instead or well like,
1: it's like my years
2: you know, before things fix like yourself kids and
1: you... all that are so limited and that's gonna be like even less time like yeah for yourself yeah it's just like
3: yeah man fucking like take care of yourself that's you know? yeah do, do you like that's kind of it
1: like it's always a difficult decision to make anything big change right like Sure. Talked about yeah. it a ton with a bunch of people before I came to any sort of decisions. You know, I even brought it up to Scott kind of one time while you guys were out getting pizza. Yeah. I
3: I was trying to figure out a way to, cause I'm selfish
1: yeah. and I wanted you to stay. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. I just told Scott, I was like, do you ever think about like quitting the show, Scott? And he was like, no, never. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, okay. And so, he, you know, he was just like, you know, you just have to think about what do you love more? and i was like okay okay scott scott i understand yeah yeah but
3: i mean things change i honestly like i uh, fucking i turned 30 in two months less than that one one month when this airs one month all right fuck it whatever (laughs) who cares bring Uh, it back anyway i greetings from the past that's 30 that's not even old that's that's like I, i remember someone telling me when i was like 23 that like nobody takes you seriously until you're 30 I don't know if that's true. I don't know if anyone will ever take me seriously, but like the fact is, we also don't know where not the fuck dressed like... like that. They won't. Damn right you are not. I mean, anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> part yes for no, Um, but no, Like I, I don't like we don't know where the internet's fucking going. Like we don't know how this works. Like we yeah. don't know what the future of this kind of shit is, or where we're going
2: personally. Like wh- who we're we becoming. Like yeah. that's all a thing that changes every single day, and that's honestly like. I was thinking about this a lot when you told us that you were going to leave, Anthony. And I realized that, like, I don't think there's anything more in line with the theme of this show than that. Like, it's sort of like you grow and you change and you evolve. What about Monster Cereal? And, like, That's we, more in the theme. Like, yeah, we've been telling people so. for, like, fucking five years now, like, get out of your comfort zone and move out of your hometown. And you're kind of doing that to us.
1: We did it already on the show. I've done it yeah, like I'm I definitely I definitely like to shake things up with myself every once in a while too right like like and make hard choices for myself just to push myself and yeah. so
3: yeah i'm sorry i mean comfort zones are great and everything but you've got one of those like long cylindrical velour pillows off of scott's couch and you're just <laughs> you've
2: you're, you're been just, just stroking it. it like a huge weird cactus dick <laughs> yeah you're you're holding it like a baby
1: gumby it's really i like i like the way it feels yeah um, i mean all right but uh nice, it's a nice fabric but yeah you know it's just like a i i like to shake things up my hope honestly is like i'm not where i want to be in life either like right now where do you want to be in life i want to make my own games like, you know, I've made other people's games.
2: Like, you want to run a
1: studio? Well, no, I don't think I have the experience to do that. Like, I'm very, like, I think there are a lot of people who are like, I'm ready to run my own company and stuff. And I've always been one of those people, like, even when I was an editorial, you know, and I see certain people who are like, I'm executive editor. I'm like, dude, you've been writing for two fucking years. How are you an executive editor? Like, to me, my mindset is always like, man, you got to fucking, like, like earn it. chunk up to that really slow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, like, for me, like, I wouldn't want to run my own studio, but, like, like I wouldn't mind being on a team with friends where we're just making a game together, a small game and stuff. And I feel like that's more readily available than ever. So, uh, you know, I I, I just... I'll work on other games for a while, but I feel like eventually I would want to do something like the Campo Santo guys do or something like that or the, the Gone Home guys do, you know, in the sense that just a very small house where we make cool shit and we're not, like, beholden to anyone. Like, that gets a little tiresome in a way
2: i like that yeah i mean so, you, you want to make something passionate and personal and something you care about
1: yeah i mean i don't want to make gone home i think gone home is a great game and it like touches a lot of people's life i want to make something like really fucking stupid you know like my games would oh, be- come on gone gone home you, you open you rifle through your parents Drawers and you throw their condoms on the floor. I would, yeah. That's I would be, totally stupid. Great game. One of the I'm saying no. I'm here. saying the games that I would make would be closer. Mummy to, Chaser would be closer Chase to Max Steelville's Fantasy Sex Island yeah. than, than like Gone Home. You know, like my ideas are always really stupid and really silly. You know, so like like I like I think one of the games I was telling people I wanted to make at one point was a game called like Ballzerker, mm-hmm. and you were a pair of balls that had just been removed from a dog, and you were now sentient. <laughs> And and the balls were you control one each ball with an analog stick and they're connected by their little vesticles yeah and and the seminal vesticles and, and you can kind of slingshot them around by moving them in alternate directions and stuff oh and they'll, dad. and they'll like get you know they'll like do things like basically yeah kind of and they and you're like going on a murderous rampage to reunite with your dog to get back to where your balls belong.
3: Yeah, but going back to Mummy Chaser, I think you got to grab that mummy by his la- labyrinthian uh, bandages and un- unscrew him. But he's real rifled up, so you got to you got to twist that off bad. Get it off his body. And, and then kick and him right in the bunghole. Beat that skeleton up and wrap him back up. So Anthony, what Fuck is- him right in his dusty <clears throat> bung. <laughs> what is the first thing you're going to do next Tuesday?
1: Uh, maybe go home and take... You know, Amy, out to dinner or something like that. Fuck yeah, do that because, uh, or or even go home and just do nothing. Like honestly, like my week is for a long time has been like. I go to work and then I go to therapy on Monday. I get home at like nine 30. Mm-hmm. I could do comedy button on Tuesdays. I get home around 11. I do rebel on Wednesdays. I get home around nine 30 Thursdays. I might have knocking boots. I get home around 10. Yeah. So it's like four days in a week that I'm like leaving pretty early in the morning for my hour commute to work and yep. not getting home till like really late. Yeah.
2: And you want to be home and build a life. Yeah. Yeah. And, so- <laughs> and if you want to subscribe to that life, hit the like button, subscribe and follow and comment below. And if you want to keep going, you can, patreon that no i'm just kidding no but people
1: uh, i will say this anybody that listens and stuff like that no one should feel like uh i mean i really doubt it would happen but like the show's not going anywhere so obviously damn right, it's not going anywhere especially not without you so patreon.com slash comedy button everyone should support it it'll be really cool for me because i haven't had uh podcasts besides a couple that I listened to in a long time, so now this can go back in that rotation
2: yeah. for me. And uh, the th- there's a, a small door in the corner of the show open forever for you to crawl back in through, and then it becomes it's a big really door.
1: It's really small, though. You're
0: going well, to really have to to get
1: yeah. through that little door. To get to the
2: gunny shoot, you're going to have to
0: outsmart a number of very ferocious roosters.
1: Now it's an interesting show. I feel we made it work with a lot of uh, disparate people that i wouldn't have thought would have made a very good now we're the show we're like
3: the fucking goonies cross at the breakfast club but we're all like in our 30s basically
2: yeah we have some like really fucking awesome friends come to the show and play well with others like that people that like by all means shouldn't have worked with all
1: this you know but we yeah i know i mean i i'm immensely proud to suck our own dicks for a second in this show like (laughs) that we've got to like have fucking pete and pete here yeah and like you know little things that like Like there was definitely been times with this show in particular where I've been like, oh, man, like who knows where this is going to go. Right. And it's cool to have been a part of something that wasn't like uh, even Rebel FM was born off of another another website. Mm -hmm. Like and 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 by that, I mean, like, like Rebel FM literally got catapulted into any sort of popularity because it started on the same day that that the other website died. Like, that's kind of why it existed. Whereas ours, I feel like we started, and we didn't even, like... It wasn't like we immediately GameSpider Briefing stopped, and we were like, all right, now we'll immediately start doing... Co-. It wasn't like that. Scott was right. laid off for a while. Yeah. Well, and
3: was, I, I came to you... I, I was laid off, and then I came to you guys... I guess we, we decided almost immediately, like, we're going to figure this out. On our last episode then,
2: of the GameSpider Briefing, started, like, uh, Well, I like, stay had, tuned.
3: <clears throat> well, no. That, that, that's what I'm getting to, is because we recorded i got laid off like the next day um unrelated to the recording uh and then i said all right we'll figure this out we're going to continue doing this my friend robin just made a shitload of money on this site kickstarter yeah let me figure out how this works i came to you guys two weeks later with the, with the, we had two meetings. We brought Max over to one of them with Arthur where he was like, this isn't going to work.
2: You're never going to make
3: $2,500.
2: Eventually, I'll get Arthur full time <laughs> and I'll bring Anthony home with me. He'll leave you for me.
3: And then uh, I, I came back to, to IGN. I snuck into IGN. We did the final Boozocalypse. And
1: was that the last debriefings?
3: That was the last debriefings yeah. after I was not working there anymore. Yeah. Right. I had come. I had come in. We had shot. We we'd went on secretly. A we'd secretly. Sequ- no, we didn't. Oh, did we go on yeah, a Saturday? A yeah, we did go on a Saturday. All all yeah, lights, you're
2: right. All the lights were off. You're right. We were on the uh, six twenty five Second Street building, and we went in there. Like I remember specifically. Still the same building. Yeah, it was the middle of the afternoon. That's right. Pit, no, it pitch was Saturday. black in there. It's Saturday, and we went in the old podcast room, which is now the Columbia Conference Room. <laughs> so that's what we, we did the final episode of the Game Spider Briefings yep. slash Apocalypse or Alcohol Calls, whatever we want to get. Kick a horse it, and it's pussy. I remember taking a picture, which I wish I still had, and it probably exists somewhere, of uh, a bunch of bottles in front of a bunch of these weird, like, um, just, like, dead stork-looking fucking... Uh, podcast mic frames that were Mm -hmm. just like yeah they bent up in the middle like very uh like erector set looking things and uh we were all in there and we kind of left it somber but we left it like there's hope for the future because we're going
1: to keep going and um i think that's where we are tonight too Yeah. yeah I don't, it's not like there's, yeah, there's no doom and gloom to it, right? Like, I feel like it's not like uh, I'm leaving and we're going to be like, shut down the Facebook group or anything like that. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't think anything really changes whatsoever. Well, if anything, I'm like really fascinated to check
2: it a check up on you regularly and have you come in and, and sort of tell us like where things are as you grow and as you evolve, like the way we bring Jared on or Marty on or any yeah. of those people who, by the way, we'll, we'll be leaning on more heavily as, uh, as guests and friends. Like we've got a large, uh, posse of uh, idiots that we call upon. When I mean, like lonely,
1: honestly, if it had been like a, if this had been like two or three years ago, I would have worried for Ryan. Cause I would have felt like without me, Ryan wouldn't be Okay. And yeah, because I felt like you didn't necessarily have the same, you have developed a much better chemistry with everyone mm-hmm. over the years has gone. You know That's what true. I mean? Like yeah. at first, at first, you know, like Brian, to some extent, and I were like your only anchors, Scott, you didn't really talk to that much. And, you, and none of us knew Max. So it was like, yeah, it was now a you weird. guys need me. Yeah. I mean, well, the first
3: time I met you, you don't know how to get paid otherwise. It's true. Anthony, the first time I met you was the first episode of the show.
1: Yeah, you came over to my house. We recorded a quick video, and then it was like, all right, I guess we're making a show. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 been it's been good. Yeah. Uh, no regrets.
2: Not to dig too deep, but are you uh, are you heading towards the next
1: sort of phase in relationship wise? Uh, yeah, that's probably uh, what's going on too, right? So it's like all these things lend themselves towards you know i guess I, there's just a lot of changes talking going. about double titty flapping we're, we're all, there's just a lot of changes coming you know you take
3: them both and you're like whoa are you guys raw dogging now
1: is this no, show is this show bang orang chill is this show
2: gonna be like a very long drawn-out version of the end of stand by me or the sandlot where like we all just walk in like weird different sunsets
1: I don't know. I, it's not like I'm, again, it's not like I'm disappearing. I just, I, I just need this in my life right now. Right. Like, I don't feel like everyone's like, it's not like that. I don't know. You know, what? I
2: couldn't hear you over the fact that you now became part of the painting of the horizon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, I still don't, I'll be very surprised if I'm the first one of us with kids. You know what I mean? Like I'm moving into a different phase of my life for sure. Who, like,
3: who do you think? Who do you think? Who's your mounting on?
0: <laughs> Probably me.
3: Yeah, Brian.
1: Yeah, my money's on Brian. My money's on Brian
3: within six months. He's coming to us and being like,
0: guess what? Guess what I did? I did some buss and I made one of those six month babies. No, no. I mean, you he six doesn't months,
3: have a head. I say six months from now, you're telling us <laughs> three months from now it's happening.
2: Little baby arm hands. Yeah, I'm not. You what know, we'll, we'll see. See what, what happens.
3: I saw a screenshot of this hotly anticipated Q3 2017 game.
1: <laughs> Whoever has kids first, don't Steven Spielberg yourself. Steven Spielberg before like, kids. Like, do your own VO where, and you... Steven Steven adopt-, adopt
3: a bunch Steve- of other kids? No, no, no. Steven Spielberg before kids. Fight a van?
1: Was Raiders of the Lost Ark. And Steven Spielberg after kids was Indiana Jones 4. Can I say yeah. this in here?
3: Yeah yes you can you can talk about you can talk about people losing their edge when they have children exactly don't do that like comedians do that's terrible like paul reiser before and yeah. after children yeah. paul reiser was a co- <laughs> paul reiser was a comedian hey, 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 hey. i think my daughter uh yeah, he's the guy who left the fucking uh, the facehugger cylinders I know, up, right? That's, like, that's,
1: that's, a, that's what I was think, thinking think right, that's, right?
2: that's, that's his take on parenthood. My daughter, who I've named Batman v. Superman, Dawn of Justice, will will do great in this world. So don't you worry.
3: Um, that's an interesting license,
2: like <laughs> bicycle license plate
3: you've saddled her with. <laughs> well, what, what I was thinking was is I get just her gonna go by Martha? license
2: plates.
3: This <laughs> is so my daughter, Dawn. It's short yeah. for... Uh, Dawn of Justice. Batman
1: Dawn of Justice. Yep. Oh yeah! No, Jesus! Yeah, no, I think you guys are gonna be fine. I have uh, every bit of faith. You have Ryan steering a ship financially, mm-hmm. which means that everything should go just fine. And I just feel like between that and everyone here is You're very good. creative,
3: we'll be fine, man. But I'm just—we're gonna fucking miss you,
1: like, yeah, yeah. like that. You know, you come
3: in here with weird ass animal stories. That's like the fucking. Yeah I, I don't know. About no, the, no, I don't know about the backbone of the show, but it's like the, it's like the. The spleen, yeah. None of which our Scott had taken out. He hasn't been right since <laughs> surgically. Uh, none of our teachers uh, sucked uh, turkeys' dick through a straw. So here's yeah, what sucks. Like,
2: and let's be honest, like you're in a lot of our pictures. Like yeah, I tag you in all the tweets. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do I do with all that? Do I just keep bothering you? Can we keep you up there? Because can I put you as a force ghost? <laughs> that would like, be, I'll make you blue. That would be perfect. Like, that's actually pretty easy. Yeah. Can I that force would be ghost perfect. you? Perfect. Is that yes. on brand? Is that okay? Yes. That is, that, would be perfect. is that street legal? I have
3: no qualms with that. Can we just, right. we could make you like a like a non-denominational regular ghost? I mean, I'm asking Scott, like... Scott. He I'd... works for forceghost.com. Well, here's my here's a, here's my forceghost.com answer. Uh, would it be more in line with the show if he was more of a booberry breakfast ghost? Yeah. We got to find a png of a fucking pork pie hat to put on this fucking <laughs> blue ghost. <laughs> Piece I don't know, of I mean, shit. I mean, if you're already making him a blue ghost, might yeah. as well put some nipple clamps on him in a pork pie hat.
2: Cause I want to, I want to maintain that this is not like you're getting killed on the wire or something. I was going like, to say, we right? But just, I know there's,
1: we took a lot of photos together, and you know, stuff. Professor Xavier, oh. when there? they were on a green screen, so we can do whatever we yeah. want. With
2: well, him. we're hugging him a lot. He's a huggable dude. That's the problem. If he was like a prickly ass motherfucker, like a real salty motherfucker,
3: we can replace him with whatever sponsored item we have, like a. <laughs> Like a Harry's Racer. Oh, nice Harry's Harry him with a nice earbud. <laughs> like yeah. a nice crunchy roll. <laughs> yeah, good old crunchy roll. There are, there are hundreds of anime
2: characters on Crunchy Roll. <laughs> It'd be funny if we were just holding a giant tweaked audio. We headphone. just
3: put like a, an anime pillow. Wood. <laughs> in place of Anthony. <laughs> this, see, is good, this is our our introducing Anthony <laughs> Anthony body pillow yeah. guy. Goes. I guess
2: we'll work out the logistics of this. But I'm on,
1: How do my... we never
3: think of Anthony? Here's Anthony Wood, PB.
1: I'm still going with Force Ghost. I think Force Ghost is fine. Force Ghost is whatever the best. you decide. I'll because trust it you. means
2: you're always there, and that's so fucking on character for us. It means you're always in the deep pocket of whatever we're doing. Like we have the worst episode of our lives, and you come in and you're like, "Well, actually, one of the reasons that I've always been here is because love doesn't die." And we're like, "That motherfucker!" And then we find out we're recording this episode in the middle of a woods or a swamp. And
3: you're here forever. And then we do a little more digging, and it turns out Anthony
2: read the movie
3: poster for Francis Ford
2: Coppola's Dracula. That's true. There he is. Love never dies. So I like you as a force ghost at the corner of the show. No matter where you are, whether you're here or whether you're there, you're here.
1: I'll continue to be a force ghost for everyone. If you uh, love the show, obviously keep listening. Go to patreon.com slash comedy button at a dollar a month. You legally don't have to do this, right? We'll get you uh, an extra episode a month. Uh Uh-huh and we'll get you two extra episodes
3: you know if you, you keep saying forest ghost but i kept hearing forest ghost which is like what walden is. oh Walden! no he's Waldengeist be... is a forest ghost you could be a walden very.
1: you know i'll say this too i'm very thankful the show you know the only reason i moved back to the bay area was pretty much because of the show yeah L- yeah literally you were like i came back for the show yeah. yeah we
2: told you all we had
1: uh funky not butt pics of you because I, I could have continued looking for a game job up in seattle but i guess I now you like, can go anywhere yeah, but I don't know. I like the Bay. We'll see. So, uh, you know, continue to listen to the show. And uh, if you want to still hear me, I'll be on Rebel FM when we decide to put up episodes. And uh, <laughs> I'm on Twitter, Chuff Money. And Scott's at Scott underscore Bromley. Brian's at Agent Bizzle. Ryan's at Rye Dog, And Max at Max Scoville. And uh, you can go to IGN on Thursdays. Watch Up at Noon every Thursday. Mm-hmm. And listen to Podcast Beyond on Wednesdays, Tuesdays, Geekbox.net. You can listen to the Geek Box, the show that Ryan does. Yeah. And Wednesdays, you can go to youtubecom Star Wars or Star and watch the Star Wars show. Mm-hmm. So, so it shows every day for you. Pretty much, yeah. We We do, do that? stuff we every whole, day of the week. We got the whole week covered. Yeah, except Mondays or Fridays. Well,
3: Fridays is our show.
1: Yeah. Well, uh-huh, the
2: show. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. it, it, it is. If you don't support us, I mean, come on, man. And then
3: there's Mummy Mondays on the History Channel where they try to catch down that mummy and take off all his uh, different bandages and put stuff
2: inside his the weird old dusty bunghole. Yep. There's also Saturdays with five S's where we do a snake show. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Can we get our hand inside the terrarium before they bite us in the hand? No, we cannot.
2: We have to keep going to the emergency room.
3: Sorry, everybody.
1: Suckers.
2: We also have Sundamander Sunday, which is a show about salamanders, which should have been Saturday, but it was legally taken. So tune in on Sundays for Sundamander Sunday.
1: (laughs) Thank you, everybody, for continuing to listen. Some things will never change. Uh, Thanks for the support over the years. And we hope that you'll provide it for many more. And with that, I'm out. My man,
2: Anthony is as high energy as ever. <laughs> last after. I miss you, buddy. Bye, everyone. Anytime you gotta go, you gotta go. And that means
1: it's time for going. This
2: boy's
3: gotta get home and water his tomatoes and piss in his own yard. buying right?
1: my own garlic bread from now on, motherfuckers.
3: I'm trying to take the, the frogs out for a walk on my longboard. What was that, Anthony, one last time?
1: I said, I'm buying my own garlic bread now, motherfuckers. I'm out.
0: Alright. Everybody, you all come in drink your hair. Yeah, you know what they say about you feel like a Corey Cracker's coming in and Mason made, made Santos, and we got all over the stagecoach wheels are rolling on by. <laughs> Chad Smith Jr. coming driving, child. Yeah, Kyler Daniels and Marcus Olsen, I'd see them. Uh, oh, There's my. a of Solomon Dodge, and Jeff, Brian Sarrett, John Bennett, they're fucking them around. Yeah, you know, podcasts yeah, don't yeah. come with closed captioning. Stay yeah. on the fucking Widow's Walk, you goddamn Zach Horror, Nick Hess, and Derek Yates are up there throwing his. Is, uh, doing some fitness class. That's <laughs> a, a munch messiah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Brandon, uh, Brandon Lyons. You know, Cuban Seagars and Michael Patton was going around was scooping and diving. Nicolette Lowe's in there. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Neil Canely, Matthew Grayson Pitts, and Sebastian Seggis. I ain't down at old Postmaster General Station. Sebastian Crap. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's just, uh, yeah, Corey Hawkins. He's uh, wanted for the, arrest in the murder of Darren Holmes uh-huh. Blake, Blake Nelson as uh, uh, a gonna... <laughs> I concur you can pick up a car, you can mm get the old gazette. There's you know, local sports team, Mike Rice, and Anthony, Samir Khalifa, and Jeremy Hawthorne, and Michael Robinson. It was <laughs> yeah. slam slam in and the basketball leagues and uh, and then you got uh you got David. Danger <laughs> um, <laughs> Akibaku with and and your, deech and your hundred, hundred dollar bills are falling. <laughs> you all know, go across space with Parker Reinhardt's body there Oh, some time now. <laughs>
3: The comedy button is executive produced by Billy Arundel, Horler Fur Ingle Herbertson, Jamie Gordon, J. Ellis James, John Skinner, Curtis Ruska, Laura K. Buzz, Matt Shotrop, Motherfucking Kevin, Paul Grabovac, and Paula
1: Schultz.